<laughs> Please tell me that was the first line of our no, live stream. No, it was not. Um... <laughs> is this? Yes, this. Was now that, we're live. Is this line? Now, now we're is live. Is this line live? Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. Bring in the heat. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. This is our burn campaign, a post-apocalyptic game for increasingly apocalyptic times. We're playing Legacy Life Among the Ruins. Uh, thanks, as always, to those of you who are watching us live. I already see a bunch of friends. Hello, Imagine Moose. Hello, Muse. I don't know why I said that wrong. Sorry, Imagine Muse. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Glad you folks are in the chat already. Um, as always, if you have questions for the cast, feel free to post them in the chat and I'll bring them up when we take our break or whenever they seem appropriate. If you're not watching us live, thanks for catching us on video at our YouTube channel or on our podcast. We appreciate you coming along with us on our adventures. Don't forget, subscriptions on any of our platforms, as well as comments and reviews, really help us out. So thanks in advance for doing those as well. And the social media information for the entire Nature Check cast can be found down in the reference section below. Uh, now it's time for introductions. Hi, I'm Cheryl, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and today I got the email that my first first author paper has been accepted for publication to a journal. Cheers. <laughs> I've had a lot of, like, I'm a real scientist now moments in the last few months, but, like, now it's in, well, it's going to be in print soon. So there it is. When I'm not playing with insects of various orders, uh, you can find me on YouTube as The Roving Naturalist and here on Nature Check. Um, for the burn campaign, I'm running the family called The Ripples, and my current character's name is Islay. Uh, next, we've got Jordan. Hey everyone, I'm Jordan. My pronouns are she, her. I'm also a PhD student at Harvard and MIT. I study medical engineering, so machine learning and brain machine interfaces. When I am not doing that, I am on YouTube talking about how we interact with AI and algorithms every day. And for this campaign, I run the family of the Institute and I'm playing the character Lissa. Uh, next, we've got Peter. Hey, everybody. Peter Coffey. Um, I use he, him pronouns. I get paid to teach people about agriculture. And my achievement for the day is that I put down uh, the floor underlayment for my radiant heat in my bathroom, which means I'm one step closer to having a toilet again. <laughs> again? <laughs> hmm. huh. Wow. I feel like we'll expand on that later. Sure. I'm sure we will. <laughs> it does bring up an interesting question of, is there working plumbing in the campaign? Like... You know, Ooh. yeah, post-apocalyptic plumbing. What is that like? It's probably more along the lines of, oh god, um, a septic system, mm. kind of a bunch of like localized septic systems serving neighborhoods that are kind of then like probably not in you know your traditional under whatever underground. I think that's, but yes, yes, there's plumbing. <laughs> whatever it is, People we can make it about the campaign. I'm sorry, Peter. Did you have can one? You? No, I think that was it. That's my the only thing I really wanted everyone to know. Excited about. It's a good thing to be excited about. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I didn't have electricity and internet for a couple of days, it was like uh, I was disappointed in myself how much I like couldn't cope, right? Because I've always considered myself to be someone who's like super flexible, go with the flow. And then I'm like trying to read a book. You remember books, you know? And I was sitting there. No. And I was like, I can't focus on this. Like, I'm thinking about the fact that I, like, 
can't see how many followers we have on Instagram right now for my cat accounts, right? <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing. And I had this moment where I was like, I would never be able to explain this uh, existential crisis that I'm having to like my great, 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 great grandfather, you know, <laughs> who was probably like a proud hunter gatherer somewhere. And he's like, you know, my grandsons will grow up to be strong and independent or whatever. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I really want to play more Paper Mario, but the switch is out of charge and I can't charge it. So like, <laughs> you know, there's not enough battery power for me to, to do that right now. So <laughs> I'm a disappointment to my ancestors is what I learned this week. And I'm Xander. Uh, I, I run the Bowerbirds yeah. uh, in this campaign. <laughs> I use he, him pronouns, and I am a PhD candidate at Iowa State University. Uh, my project right now is about uh, brain damage, uh, and it's going to be difficult, but maybe I can find a way to cite Cheryl's article somewhere somewhere deep in the, the reference section. That would be a really fun project to try to find a way to make that happen. So considering uh, the reference list for, my, for the book that I'm writing right now is already... You know, it's got so many references in there. There's so many of them. I, I think, you know, I might be able to find a way to, to find like the slightest. Reviewers never read the references anyways. Why so does all of your shenaniganry have to wind up affecting like academic publications? Is this, <laughs> is this a thing? I get it. No, I get it. <laughs> it all started when My I was born. Grandpa was a professor. <laughs> I get it. The exact same sort of person you are, you monster. <laughs> Uh, and then there's Jareth. Oh yeah, hi, I'm Jareth. I run this thing. Uh, I dab my hair. It's a new color now. Uh, mostly blonde, but like it's like fiery on this side, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and that side. And this side, yeah, both the sides. And even the back, but I don't really know how that looks because I can't see it. Um, <laughs> looks good. Looks good. Like I have mirrors. Nice, excellent. Uh, so it looks good apparently so that's my uh news for today and uh yeah let's i think start uh, catching xander up <laughs> last time let's see cheryl got attacked by whales yep uh, it was bound to happen her, i did i i did say that okay, yeah range. yeah now her uh boats are like more uh covered with like deterrence and therefore harder to row but also whales won't bug them uh, let's see. Jordan went into uh, the institute, went into the facility again, got to like behind the door this time, we decided. And there was a cool computer and some more robots, and they keep following you home, like one at a time, but not every time. Uh, and then what happened with your family, Peter? You enlisted the help of the elevator operators to clear out the centipedes. Oh, yeah. Brutal campaign against the centipedes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, yeah, I think the major plot beats. Uh, and to catch the rest of you up in real time. So that's exciting, too. So I guess the first thing is um, if what anyone... What is a whale deterrent? I'm trying to think of things that whales don't like. Uh, I put, thinking, uh, they were like I put bristles on the sides of the boat because so they were like, like rubbing, pigeon bristles. Yeah, they were like rubbing up against the sides of the boat. I don't know why. I don't care why. It was annoying. Uh, so yeah, we put like pigeon bristles on the boats. So now mm -hmm. they're kind of spiky. Like most mammals, they're weak to spikes. Got it. Yeah. See, I was gonna guess whales. Um, they hate small spaces and uh, lack of water. But I don't know how you put either of those things on a boat. Uh, you get like just like a giant catapult. You maneuver it under the whale. There you go. You gently uh, nudge them. Boom! Let gravity do the rest. Oh dear. 
I feel like small spaces and lack of water is really what defines a boat. So really, like <laughs> a boat already has a, both of those things. Well, it's just a matter of that's why they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> so upset. The whales come to your boat. You give them a tour, and they're like, "You know what? I don't like it here. Yeah, f- I'm yeah. just gonna leave. Stop for me." Or just like um, a lot more shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> a lot fewer shenanigans. I mean, without your uh, steady hand to drive us astray. <laughs> but, Did you yeah. say drive um, us straight or drive us astray? Astray, astray. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so I guess uh, Peter asked, and it got me thinking. And I think I do want to do an age soon. Uh, as soon as now, in fact, but I wanted to double check to see if anyone had any business that they felt was kind of un- incomplete in this time frame. Like, I want to kind of jump another five-ish ten. I think that was a little short for an age, so we'll maybe call it 1B instead of age two and move on to that, because I've got kind of a more uh, paradigm-shifting thing for the next one. Mm. Won't that be fun? Now there are two sons. But- how far how far forward will we be jumping with this next turn? I was thinking again, uh, probably 10-ish years. Uh, if anyone wanted to switch characters, I would recommend waiting until the end of the session because there will be an opportunity for a heroic death maybe if you play your cards right. There's probably, there's, listen. Eugene Ganymede. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it'd be a lot funnier if 10 years in the future, Ganymede just has like 12 kids. Oh, no. <laughs> like, That's yeah. funny, too. Yeah, no, there's, you don't have to. I, I, I don't, I'm not assuming that this like is going to be fatal or anything. I'm just saying, like, if you're looking uh, to give your character a meaningful kind of send-off rather than just switching them between ages, I, we'll handle it that way rather than that, I think. Uh, but yeah, tennis years is what I was thinking. Again, if anyone has any kind of current business they want to wrap up beforehand, hmm. uh, zones they want to explore. I think a lot of the stuff I have on kind of these irons could use to I'm heating before. Um, so last session, we also, um, that was Probably. when we learned about the like, Mysterious figures, figures in the eroded set- settlement. Oh, Is that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sander. Uh, yeah. The, um, oh, yeah. There's an eroded settlement, settlement on the map. No, it's the one like all the way to the south. Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. With the purple box, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just who made it. Um, uh, for those of you listening along, imagine a purple box with the words <laughs> eroded the words settlement. Eroded. <laughs> it's in the sorry. It's in the mountains to the southeast of the uh, the coast, I guess. Yes, That's and right. the citadel. Uh, there were indeed uh, um, shadowy figures, kind of occasionally uh, spotted, uh, never contacted by patrols, with uh, occasional firelight as well coming from over there. So that was fun, uh, but they weren't like a threat or anything. So people decided to ignore it, and I support that. It was and a sewing circle, things, or like a, a you know, a Girl be. Scout troop or something. You know, just normal, normal groups of people doing normal things. That probably, yeah, that's what definitely. I would say. Um, as long as they don't go near my vault. They're kind of in the region of your vault. Uh, they must die. Oh yeah, aren't you supposed <laughs> to be painting something? Yeah. Man, I, it's, it's, we don't all complete everything we want to do. You know, the voices According to my notes, my horde board. wants me to make art. Mm-hmm. Gigantic art across the uh, hills, the southern hills. Like the Nazca lines. 
Googling that right quick. Or oh, are we the... gonna are we teaching Peter something? Do you not know what the Nazca lines are? Oh, okay, yeah. Xander, I just didn't know that's what they were called. Remember tell, the one. Tell the people what in... the Nazca lines are. The Nazca lines are a collection of figures that were made uh, by ancient people. I guess not super ancient, relatively recent ancient people where they took off the couple top layers of earth, revealing a different color of clay underneath in really large, um, usually human shaped or creature shaped sort of almost, I, I might call them murals because there were, there were sometimes like things going on, but sometimes they were just figures. So that if you were mm -hmm. flying above them, like in a plane or something, you would be able to see this really large, like uh, piece of art. But because they were made before people you know, learned how to fly or go into space so that they could look at them. They've kind of become a cult following on the internet for people who are like, well, maybe people back then had airplanes, but then they lost them or something along those lines. Because why would you make a really big picture of someone if you couldn't enjoy looking oh, at it dead. because it was too big, right? So that's what the Nazca mm. lines are. They were not. And if I remember correctly, a... they're kind of like a whitish color. Yeah. Some of them are red, maybe. They were not made by aliens. They, they were not. They were probably not made by aliens. They were definitely not made by aliens. They were probably definitely not made by aliens. <laughs> they were made by this guy definitely named Nazca. Not made by aliens. Yeah. Uh, there's also one in uh, England that's just like this giant uh, with his wang out. And that's hilarious to me. <laughs> I got like uh, some other ones, like some horses and stuff. But like out of the shock that they're just these carvings that have lasted. I don't know how long. But like, yeah, I can't remember funny. how old they are. Um, maybe a bit uh, hard. Wikipedia to says exactly. between 500 BCE and 500 CE. There we go. So ancient, yeah. but not that right. ancient. Yeah. Not as not as old yeah. as the pyramids. That's right. No, <laughs> not by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, there were some dudes up in the hill. Did you want to do something about them? Uh, it certainly seemed most your domain than anyone else, but. The rest of us were that cowards actually... and decided that since they weren't hurting us, we didn't need to hurt them. But we don't know how the power uh, birds think... feel about it. <laughs> At a certain point, uh, didn't you guys try to approach them, but like they vanished? Mm. Maybe that was mm -hmm. you just told us. Factions, you just told us I that's told, what happened yeah. when scout groups went through. But yeah, what if they? Then... What if what if they were the bower birds? Mm. Were, they? were they? That would be a lot easier than going on a quest. <laughs> yeah. What if? No, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Uh, do you want to make like some art then before we move out of this age? Like, uh, um, you could probably give me a roll about that. I think that's something that we can sort of use as a way of uh, explaining why I wasn't around last mm. time. Mm. I was oh, very, yeah, I, I was experiencing the flow of creating some very large pictures of the sun on the uh, the sides of the hills and mountains in the regions. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, me, I forgot to open up the rule book. Mm. Smart work. Um, and I feel like a good way of making them, you know, instead of making a mm -hmm. snow angel where you like lay in the snow and like, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, Danny Mead could just like lay and then start rolling and then create lines that way, you know? It's like a snow angel, but a lot more complicated. And what's, uh, weren't you, you had like pigments or something from the vault was uh, what I remember. That, that is correct. Being. So yeah, most uh, most of the lines are, you know, bright oranges and yellows, I would say. Okay, so like you hop in like- And uh, because of the ancient wisdom of, 
Exactly. And because of the ancient wisdom uh, that says never eat the yellow snow, I know that these lines will be here for a long, long time. You also I don't know what that... shouldn't <gasps> eat pink snow. Mm. What? Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I imagine that almost any color other than if the snow is colored, like if you, you don't know how it got right. that way. Um, but I, I when if I worked in Colorado snow- for a summer, I, I encountered watermelon snow for the first time. So this is a phenomenon where the snow has like a pink, pinkish tinge to it. Um, but you shouldn't right. eat it because the pinkish tinge is actually, I guess it's like an algae or a cyanobacteria kind of thing that is living in the snow. And that's not great to eat because like sometimes it can have toxins in it that could make you sick Ooh. if you eat it. So the watermelon snow is really interesting looking. Um, yeah, it's this very delicate mm. pink cast across like the Rocky Mountains and stuff, but don't eat the pink snow either. All right. Uh, I mean, like I said, really any color, if you don't know how it got there, <laughs> I would recommend against eating that snow, except like pure white, you're probably all right. Although I really don't want to be responsible for your health decisions either way. <laughs> Uh, Xander, are you doing this like with the support of your family, or is it uh, it's more of a here? solo project? Okay, I'm just uh, trying to see which role I should ask. I'm probably going to guess the wasteland survival one to just kind of uh, get to the right spots. Yeah, hit me with the steel roll, and we'll see how your art making went. A partial success. All right, so you make your art. Maybe some of the lines uh, don't connect that well. It's difficult to make a large circle. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's true. Kinda gotta correct. difficult to make a circle in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? That's true. Especially if you're not like using complicated surveying tools. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> listen, I'm more, let's use that just partial success as kind of on its own. I don't need to worry about like <laughs> the specifics of this role. It's only kind of good. You wish it was better, but like, you're satisfied very much by its scale. It is truly monumental in its size. Um, does that feel right? Feels right to me. All right, cool. It's like, uh, it's like the giant child's drawing of the sun. Yeah. Perfect. And it is a giant child, so. <laughs> no sunglasses. <laughs> hey, aren't we all? Uh, I make a joke about that in my upcoming Volcano episode about why the sun has giant sunglasses, and I'm really proud of that joke. So when that episode comes out. Uh, <laughs> Super. Can't wait. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> oh shucks. Uh yeah, cool. Uh anyone else have any business in this age? Uh before we do tennis years and things go good, things go bad, things happen, things don't happen. Uh no is fine. Uh if not, then let's start on the moves about that, which uh oh yeah. Here it is, 79 in the references. Is then, uh, for all of your families. And Go then ahead. Cheryl hits the button for the stream that does like the spiral transition, like um, That's an awful Starlight. lot of expectation for, <laughs> if you want fancy effects like that, have you can make them. <laughs> Maybe I no. will. And then my professor will be like, why aren't the lecture videos done? And I'll be like, because I made this spiral, check this out. <laughs> check this out. Very nice spiral. If you make it, I'll put it in the OBS, but, you know, <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I could, let's see, if I was very quick about shifting my custom background, hmm. use that for some, like, fun effect. I'm not. That sounds like way more effort than it's worth. Yeah. But it's, like, fun in theory. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, mood is the thing I need you guys to roll. Cheryl, you have a lot because you have so many oh things. Gosh. Do you want to go? 
Um, one, two, three, whoops. One, two, three, four, five. I have five needs, and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven. Eight. I have seven surpluses. Oh, okay. Surplus I. Surplus. Surplus. So that is a marauder. Sorry. Yeah, that's a, 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 a two. mood of plus two. Words. All right, roll it. Oh, gosh. And you got some trials and some fortunes. Uh, hopefully That's you flipped a little, but if D6. not, let's we'll Plus two. Ciao. Woo! That is a 12. That is a 12. That you is get some fortunes. All the success. Uh, yeah. Two fortunes yeah. and two tech. Cool. Okay. According to this, you win. I win. <laughs> and you win the game. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Everyone. Go home. Sure, yep. it's the winner. Bye. Uh, does anyone want to roll, else want to roll some mood just for fun? See if you can beat Cheryl's roll. <laughs> see if you can win instead. Sure. Uh, is Pretty it high just. Rolls, um, I have four of each. Four needs and four surpluses. So I just roll 2d6, right? Uh, correct. And that matches my what you have as well. Good. I just like to make sure my notes are good. All right, you get turn my roll sideways. It's infinity, which is pretty good. But in the real world, it's an eight, uh, which is a good thing, a bad thing, and one piece of tech. Peter, Jordan, want to give me a roll? You tell me my mood scores because I can't find where I wrote them down. I have you with crops and luxuries, but needing barter goods, land, and progress. Uh, So that's a minus one. Uh, Wait, unless I'm wrong. But Barter goods, land, stuff. and progress, and I've got crops and luxuries as surpluses. Unless uh, I could, you don't have land, but you do have crops because of all that vertical <laughs> farming you've been doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's more well, yeah. And we grow all of our shit inside of y'all's septic systems, so, or we grow mm. all of our mushrooms Probably. inside of. Mm-hmm. Um, Disgusting, but yep. nutritious. <laughs> it's the future. Um, is there mood on the character sheets? I wish no. there was. No, you just roll it. Yeah. It's a family thing, and the family side of the character sheets are not good. Ooh, yeah. And then that's minus one. Okay, Ugh. you have two bad things. It's fine. Oh, they're, no. Okay, if you now, look if we at extrapolate the this trend, Jordan will roll a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I, almost, uh, am I also minus one? Uh, trying to figure out how many things I have. Yeah, I have you with three surpluses and four needs. Okay. Engineering, morale, and spies needing defense, leadership, recruits, and energy. Well, let's see. Are we also bad, but not... The... <laughs> yeah, one better um, than me. Yeah. Actually, hang on. Before, Sorry, I feel... I don't, I don't think I adjusted your surpluses or needs after doing stuff last time. I think I'm going to resolve your energy need, Jordan, because you have a oh. cool uh, supercomputer. That's not like full. You don't have cool. access to the full power of like that secret base or anything, but like you've definitely picked up a few tips and tricks that can kind of squeeze a lot of the efficiency out of your machinery or something like that. Uh, and likewise for uh, Peter, you got those centipedes cleared out. So let me uh, look at sorry the list of needs. Actually, I do want to look at your family in specific because I know you have crops, uh, have things that are really nice to have at the start of the age. So let's maybe give you one of those. Wow, you are missing all, all of your needs are the things that like are good for you to have. Let's, (laughs) 
get rid of that land one. Uh, yeah, um, I, what the I, hell? I'll even flip it over because you have like uh, an extra lab up top now that you kind of. Yeah, that's what I was control. thinking. I was thinking I had done like at least two things to try and expand into more yeah. land. So I thought it was weird that I still had a I land think that's need. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Listen, sometimes I don't necessarily think to update the game rules side That's of things. Cool. Clearly, I can't keep track of my <laughs> stuff either, so I'm no judgment. Oh, for sure. But uh, let Tom So both Jordan and I have let one less need now, right? Uh, Peter, I f yeah, I flipped a need actually into a surplus for you. Oh. Uh, but not Jordan, because that was a bit more of a nebulous resolution, uh, in my opinion. Are you? Um, did you do that on my sheet? No, I did that oh, in my notes. Oh, I your notes. Have, oh, okay. Sorry. So wait. So <laughs> which? You so, so did you give me a surplus? A surplus of, of land. Okay. And remove the need of land because you can't have. Uh, they would cancel out first, but then Makes you get sense. another land. Cool. So I've got uh, yeah, three surplus,es and three needs. Two, two needs now. I think. Right, barter goods had, and progress. Oh, our. Is barter goods one thing? Mm -hmm. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. I don't know why yes. I wrote that. It's just, <laughs> I don't know what I thought goods were. Okay. Well, I mean, goods are things that you purchase, but uh, yeah, you can barter with them. Yep. Yep. Barter with them. But uh, yes, <laughs> that is one item. Uh, so why don't Sorry, you guys Jordan. both give me rerolls? Jordan with a plus zero and Peter with, uh, I think you're at plus one. But new rolls because you have new modifiers. I could break them up, but like, well, Worse. only so much I can oh, do. Oh no! Help. Oh no! You're still doing bad, Jordan. Uh, like I said, the actual difference is mostly that uh, you don't get the tech. But oh, Peter's moved up to the middle class, so has a good thing, <laughs> a bad thing, and what tech? I mean that of the high. Of, never. Mind. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I mean we you know both. What? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm going to kind of, I think, start, uh, give you kind of an update on some of the stuff on the map and families where you guys can kind of take a quick look at those trials and fortunes mm -hmm. now that you know which ones you're getting. Um, so to start with, I think those biohack raiders are now more biohack farmers. Oh. Uh, okay. Given that you disabled their um, big vehicle thing, they're very protective of it but they're kind of using it now more as a surface, like hydroponic garden <laughs> or whatever Great. makes sense. And they retrofitted their, their motorcycles into plows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're not raiding your shit. Most of the time they'll still pick off vocational stuff, like the fertilizer, maybe I don't mm. know what they need, but like that they're, um, they can be occasionally negotiated with and stuff like that, even in this kind of, uh, over the course of these 10 years, they're uh, less aggressive once they kind of, because it was largely about, you know, making sure they were getting fed and all that. And so once they find this new methodology, they don't. Hey, guys, do we can grow raiding. food. Guys, guys, come on. <laughs> now we can turn our raids into radishes. Uh, yeah, I tried. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that I was like really, to imagine the, the first raider discovered that they could grow food on accident. Like, <laughs> I spit out my watermelon seeds over here and they just like sprouted or something. Is that how people discovered agriculture 30,000 years ago? Yes. Yep. <laughs> so you I got have it. Some, 
I have some ideas for the Bowerbirds, but I think you were going over some other map changes first, right? Um, no, actually, go ahead. That, that's uh, great if I can kind of not do them all at once and intersperse them a little bit more with what you guys are doing. Uh, I'm happy um, with that. I just... I'm if it's done. okay with you, I would like to use the, the eroded settlement sort of plot mm -hmm. hook that you had as an idea. Yeah. Unless you plan on coming back to the mysterious figures. First. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, uh, some so ideas for them, but tell me yours. For the, the trial and the fortune, I'm kind of combining them. So the trial mm -hmm. is um, that your family fell apart into feuding factions. So I'm thinking that Ganymede sort of led a division of the Bowerbirds. He was sort of inspired by this, mm -hmm. um, these uh, pigments that he found and this art that he made to sort of um, form into this new group that have the sun as their icon, right? So um, yeah, kind maybe of like a sun cult. Yeah, like a like a like a sun cult. Not necessarily uh, sun worshiping, but definitely that's like their no. icon that they use it, yeah. for their iconography. Um, that have beliefs more in line with Ganymede's philosophy of being sort of like wanderers that are sort of interested in keeping the wasteland safe for people to sort of wander around as opposed to trying to ally themselves with any particular factions. Like it's not so much about protecting a city at this point, it's about protecting the, the wasteland itself, right? So sort of like a ranger faction, not too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, uh, if the raiders were to attack again, that'd be something that they would want to strike because mm -hmm. they would be threatening multiple settlement, settlements or something like that, right? Yeah. So anything, yeah, anything that interferes probably. with people's abilities to, to wander or travel from place to place, that's something that uh, Ganymede's faction of Bowerbirds are interested in uh, protecting okay. and defending, right? As opposed to mm -hmm. sort of the old faction of the Bowerbirds that were split from, which were really failing at their mission of trying to be, you know, established as almost like a um, like a law enforcement type situation in a more settled, reserved kind of capacity where it's like, you know, mm -hmm. maybe maybe they have like a place in the city where you can go to so, to uh, talk frontier to law versus right, cops, exactly sort of, um, and that gives us a plus one grasp and a surplus of leadership, which is good because I had a need for leadership. So now oh, I've excellent. crossed those out and Ganymede is the leader. Mm. So that excellent. makes sense as a storyline. Oh. And oh, yeah, yeah, it, gives us, it gives us a need for culture. And I guess that makes sense because mm -hmm. Ganymede's not a very cultured individual. <laughs> That's um, certainly true. He walks into meetings with sticks in his hair. Right. Um, and then the fortune that I'm picking is that my family has built a place of safety and commerce, creating a new mm -hmm. haven in this land. And if it's okay Ooh. with you, I want that to be the eroded settlement since it's located close to the pigment vault, as well yes. as the the hills and the mountains that Ganymede has decorated with his okay. sun iconography. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to like rename it. Maybe I'll come up with a name for it or something at some point here. But that also gives us um, a surplus of peace and gives us a need of obligation because now we have like a settlement to protect. I sort of imagine it sort of being like a more of a um like a like a base camp of operations as opposed to like a like a city or a fortress like or anything a, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, that it's, it's so that's how more, I'm thinking about it. All right. I like that a lot. Well then uh the thing I was gonna do with that can kind of dovetail a little bit because you've kind of gone you're up there uh, with your son iconog iconography. Wow. I just kept on trying to add an R to that word for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Brains. Um <laughs> Hey, brains? Anyone, uh, Did someone say brains? <laughs> no. 
Maybe. Why did my brain put an R in iconography? Did you know that people who uh, lose the ability to speak most like effortful speech where you have to string together words and sentences, if you have that kind of aphasia, right? We'll not go into Mm. the the classifications of aphasia. You often retain the ability to blurt out things or recite well-rehearsed things. So you often retain the ability to swear and the ability to sing lyrics to songs that you know really well. And so it's difficult. My great-grandmother was still able to sing after her stroke, even though she couldn't speak anymore. It was really cool. There you go. And because of the way the brain works, sometimes if you start singing, it'll sort of jog the part of your brain that helps you participate in conversation as well, which is really interesting. That's my fun fact about brains, since you brought up, brought up brains. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, so you're and up there, you got like, your cool sun uh, A science. Ostensibly. Um, so these kind of shadowy figures who were kind of haunting there kind of back off further and I think they're more kind of haunting the security prison now, but because you have all the sun imagery, I think haunted prison. Uh, you the maximum. Oh yeah, sure. I guess. Uh, <laughs> whatever. You threaten um, someone with going to prison. You're going to prison sorry, for a long time, buddy. My favorite holiday the is coming up, so I'm thinking about like, haunted houses. <laughs> Halloween's going to be a good time. Um, you threaten someone with going to prison, and they're like, "I'm not afraid of prison. I've been to prison before." And they're like, "Well, then we'll send you to the haunted prison." So it's like, but you got like the cool symbols. Uh, so like the leader of this group uh, makes himself known to you, Mad McGee. Uh, he's just like trying to live his life mostly. Um, it's like, he's, so we're, we just try to be exactly. Uh, we're trying to be cool over here. You can have the settlement. We weren't like using it. Um, yeah, that was kind of those guys. I don't know. The other major one is that uh, Jordan, you continue, Lissa gets followed. It's not every time, like it was the first couple after they started doing it, but you usually kind of keep a home pack of like five to six of those little drones in your laboratory. They eventually, you know, will run out of charge or something. Um, you can't always tell why they stop working, but they do after time and it's usually replaced but not always immediately. Uh, so yeah, like five or six at a time. But that's kind of the only thing that happens from there. The um, There's still that supercomputer. Um, I think over the 10 years, you had that artifact that like was like a user manual in three languages, one of which was the terminal language. Uh, so you kind of can learn, learn over those 10 years to communicate with it. Um, but it's kind of very arcane anyways it kind of speaks in ways that don't necessarily make sense and we'll kind of get to that later if you don't mind but it's kind of i think what you unless you tell me otherwise been kind of your at least lissa's major project over the kind of ensuing decade does that seem like it lines up with the yeah i guess field of study like you got this cool new thing I would be trying to figure it out. All right. Uh, I guess actually, well, over here, did you figure out your age uh, trials and fortunes yet? Um. So I was thinking. Oh, it was just trials. For the two. Yeah, just trials. Um. Okay. I was thinking originally something monstrous from out of the wasteland took a particular dislike to my family and has been hounding them. Um. That's, uh, we've got those panthers. And then. Our- leopards the whales are i was thinking a plague too but a plague, a plague of whales <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> um, I don't know. The other ones didn't um, seem like they fit that a, much. That's fair. Let me let me take a quick. This is where we would uh, put our paid promotion if we had one. Yeah. Can we pretend we're sponsored by Quibi or something? No. Um, oh, no, we're not sponsored maybe. by Quibi. No, we're Yay! absolutely I like the negative not. reactions. Um, but I, I will put in another plug for um, the podcast Beholder to No One. Uh, so Nikki hosted a uh, one-shot uh, yesterday that we all played. It'll be published soon, I guess. Um, a one-shot on her podcast of a new simple TTRPG system called uh, World of Wildervere. It was super cute. Lots of fun. It's a very, like, lighthearted um, RPG that's very, like, nature-based, which I really liked. I played a person who's mostly stone, and I was the straight man in the group for, like, the first <laughs> time ever, which was really fun. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be nice. I don't know what that's like. I know, right? <laughs> I usually play, you know, straight characters that are no nonsense. Really? All right. Um, Jordan, how would you feel? Don't believe you. <laughs> what was that? that? I was saying I might have changed my mind about the plague. <laughs> you going for it? I was no, gonna I was say... actually thinking feuding factions. Okay. Uh, Partially because it um, kills my need for leadership. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but you're all uncultured. Um, actually, if that. you don't... That's fair. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to switch over from uh, the uh, leopards or whatever to the uh, iRobots because it was heading that way anyways. Uh, and we'll work on it and it'll be fun. Cool. Um, but you get two tech and what family moves in <laughs> a lot probably. Yeah, I got plus two for the last one and then plus one for discovering something and now another. And I think two? you're yeah. You can use it to get advantage on family moves, and I think we'll probably see more of those kind of as we get to more broad strokes time stuff. Hey, can I use one of my treaty to get Peter's sandwich? <laughs> yes. Uh, you don't even know what kind of sandwich it is. I was going to say not that. Want it. <laughs> what kind of sandwich is it? So it's a kind of a family specialty. Uh-oh. It's... I love how it's not a simple answer. Yeah, it requires an explanation. He, like, he, he like looked down at it and then decided he had to explain it. So <laughs> now he's eating it faster. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... Tom tomatoes, peanut butter, and mayonnaise. I rescind my offer. <laughs> Jordan, let's move on past this moment so that we don't have to think about it. Uh, so okay you had that. those two. You got uh, tech from that and you got, what was it? Some needs. Uh, you resolved one need but got another. Yeah. Resolved leadership and picked up culture. That's what it was. So if I get a surplus of leadership, that just cancels the need. I don't actually get the surplus. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh, okay. The first time uh, and then once you do another thing that gives you uh, leadership that you get it I'll also need you to go over the rules for when I have way too many needs and surpluses when we get a chance, but we can come back. Oh, yeah. Uh, as long as they're within oh, three, you, you can have so, so many. I had so many. Uh, it's just as if they get to more than three apart, then uh, there's some mechanics to bring them down to three apart again. Or so also get plus one apart. grasp. Uh, I have grasp. Thanks, so. though. Well, that's the family level. That uh, might still be on your uh, character sheet, because that's the only thing that the uh, family character sheets didn't lose. 
yeah okay it was negative one now it'll go up to one it'll go up to one uh or zero oh it was negative one (laughs) okay no listen don't listen to me i (laughs) haven't done math in so long (laughs) so uh okay i think that sorry i just have too many reference sheets and can never keep track of them all right here we are uh so that's trials for you sure peter you had i had a one in one yeah um cheryl had two good did i do you want to go next it's more or less kind of the areas i wanted to develop was that um those extra drones hanging out with jordan and the sun guys and the farmers everything else we haven't really oh there's still the stranding um i think kind of you've managed to like haul the portion of ice that has that in closer to because the ice is starting to retreat in a serious way over these 10 years but i think you're still fully in control of the stranding right uh, uh cheryl yeah i guess like we had sort of see why we had sort of taken that area and built a settlement of like pole houses so they're they're attached to something that is not that's the ice, right it right? wasn't that too they're... deep yeah yeah that was it okay cool 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 then i okay that's good because now it's not uh it's still regularly uh and almost exclusively freezing temperatures but it's not so cold that the uh sea isn't water Mm -hmm. which i don't know how that works don't i'm not a climatologist but i bet it's one of the temperatures (laughs) Um, (laughs) wow um yeah. I say just take a while to retreat. That's all that I'm really basing any of this on. Like, I could research Ice Ages, but I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. That's not my field. Um, <laughs> if anybody out there is so, curious, though, I know um, PBS Eons did a really good episode on Snowball Earth because this has happened in the past where, like, basically the whole Earth was covered in ice. So mm-hmm. if you want to learn more about the Earth being entirely frozen, go check out that video. If you want to learn more about the Earth becoming too hot, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep living into the future. (laughs) Why you gotta bring us down like that, Xander? (laughs) My bad. I'm thinking the split faction is going to be called spider hunters because there's a bird species called the sunbird and that family also contains birds called spider hunters. And I think sunbirds is too on the nose. So Mm. I think I'm going to call Ganymede's faction the spider hunters. uh, Why Why you gotta do that? There were already centipedes... Now you're asking for spiders. He's playing right into our why, entomological hands. Why do you gotta, well, no, I mean, uh, I mean, he's tempting the GM, but <laughs> I, no, I listen. I uh, it's funnier if they never took an anti-shallow oath. <laughs> what? We're not also, doing that. Also, I have renamed the eroded settlement to Gannysburg. Oh my god! Is that something? <sighs> I mean, it's on the it's on the rule twenty page now. Like I put, I typed it out. It's, it's official. <laughs> Oh my god, no. Oh, Gannysburg, okay. Wow. So much? Yeah, wow. I love it. Okay. I love it. You know what? That's the best named settlement in this entire game so far. Um, oh, speaking of, there was one more. Uh, <gasps> that uh, unknown force. Oh, now, this is a fine and minor one. It's just like, we now kind of, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, (laughs) what happened it has a five percent uh gravity fluctuation over the course of the day what Uh, happens five percent stronger at midnight and five percent weaker than standard gravity over uh that uh noon and 
Who knows why? Oh man, it's gonna be hell to try to bake a cake in that settlement. Yeah. That's where Wait, my brain is... immediately went when you said gravity change. <laughs> is that everywhere or only in Gettysburg? Only in that... No, only the settlement in the northwest dominated by an unknown force. Northwest. Northwest. Oh. Yes. Send the, send the graduate students there. Okay, which we have... Okay, so the settlement dominated by an unknown force to the north of the Citadel. Um... Mm-hmm. It's very close to the secret research facility that we have been to many times, Indeed. but we have actually, we have not been there, right? Um, not in or any like, official capacity, but like it was we haven't like starting to populate with regular people in a kind of unmysterious way. Uh, yeah, the settlement with spooky gravity is probably with spooky gravity. So, was there were there buildings there already that these people have like moved into? Yeah, okay. yeah, there was kind of some sort of surviving structures a bit more robust than the eroded ones. I, I think kind of maybe I don't want to get into construction materials because that's a whole other area I know nothing about and will never, hopefully. But um, <laughs> I mean, people live there. It, they seem okay with it. Seems worth having like these solid structures to deal with whatever the hell this is. Um, it's I don't think any of your factions, but there's, you know, there are people. And they live there. So, Cheryl, did we do fortunes for you yet? I feel like we were almost there and then I derailed it. Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah, so I picked um, actually the first two fortunes on the list. Um, so the first, oh. the first is, uh, your family goes through a golden age questioning old philosophies and forging new paths. Um, so I feel like this is really, like, as the sea is starting to thaw and really become ocean- uh, like the ripples, more and more people are starting to move out to that settlement of pole houses. And like, we're really sort of coming mm-hmm. into our own and being like, oh, yes, we are the people of the water. Uh, we gained a new family move, which is called Lords of the Deep, which um, basically uh, we can, it, when we lose a surplus, we can gain a tech basically from exploring the ocean. And it says gain need leadership, but I actually had a surplus of leadership. So I just erased the surplus. So now I have a even leadership. Yep. Um, so now it's plus one. Huh? I think your mood because um, it was two with one less leadership or with one less surplus. Yes. One. Yeah. Now my mood is plus one. Um. So I've sort of whittled down my crazy high amount of surpluses. Um. And then my Good. second fortune is uh, through marriage and trade you learn one strength of another family. Take a move from their playbook, but they get two treaty on you. Um, so I really feel like we've been, like, since the beginning, working with the Shepherds a lot. In fact, um, to go all the I way agree. back in the game lore, the Shepherds actually sort of, their family is related to our family. Um, so I feel like we've mm-hmm. been working together a lot. So, Peter, you can have two treaty on the Ripples. Um, but I am taking the Shepherds move recycling, which means that we can uh, dissect creatures and improvise devices from the creatures. Nice. You'll be able to make good use of that. Yeah, you have like six treaty on the ripples, so I I have they that you. they have I have that they have three on us and I have three on them. But maybe that's oh, that might cool. be it. Well now it's that's, five. Okay, whatever. Okay, so we I have five now? Oh or really? Yeah. Or oh. Uh, no, or I don't know. I had uh, I had four if it was three, now it's five, not six. No, I think she's saying I have three. She's saying I have three on her now, yes. including the two that I oh, just okay. got. That's, that's how I kept track. I don't know if that's right, though. 
I because we messed up. I did between track at all, and I'm fine with it. Cause... Between the three of us, I'm going to say Cheryl's probably the best at taking notes, so I'm going to go with that. Okay, like that's that. a lot of trust. No, that, <laughs> mm, matches. No, I'm. It's all I'm right here on it. my sort of smudged note card. <laughs> Glad somebody have the exact sort of same thing going on. I stepped on mine. You stepped on I have yours? A spreadsheet. Yeah. I my, don't even my, know how that happened. Mine's just smudged because my eraser is shitty. But anyway. <laughs> my D&D notes are so good and my burn notes are so bad. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's on the back of a, a note card that I used problem. to write down Fletcher's vital stats. <laughs> I needed to have his vital stats for something. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so I really the, wish I'd done a better job with this spreadsheet, but here we are. It's fine. Um, yeah, so the ripples are just sort of coming into their own. We've got some data and some tech. We're making relationships with people. We're exploring our options. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's Starting our story. Exist in the world. Yeah. Cool. How can we dismantle and... these whales and put them to use? Perhaps we can use their melons as an ampli- amplification device. Maybe. They amplify what? A whale? Uh, uh, the beats? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can put some really dope stereo systems in your boats. <laughs> Living stereo systems. That's what we should turn whales into. Um... If you don't know, melon is the anatomical term for oh, the, I know. Part, the part at the front that amplifies the echolocation of the dolphins. Have you ever felt one? Yes. No, but they look spongy. I so what? I so I used to work at the aquarium in Chicago, and I I had to work on the day of my wedding anniversary, which was not great. But me. but I it was a weekend, which is when the aquarium does their like special animal encounter things. Um, so that was actually mm-hmm. one of the things I ran in the morning was a tour. Um, but I managed to get off work partway through the day, and my husband had come to the aquarium to go on my tour since. That was how we were going to spend Cute. our day of our wedding anniversary. Um, oh, and then it can be like a date, and you like act like your first meeting or something. Not exactly, but Aww. sure. Um, but in the afternoon, <laughs> there was a spot open, so we got to Sexy do the role play. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> um, this is the person I am looking in the eyes right now, please. <laughs> <laughs> in the afternoon, I did get off work in time for us to nab two slots in a beluga encounter. experience thing so there were the six of us people uh with a trainer and a beluga and sort of like a secluded pool off on the side of the stuff in the aquarium and we got to um learn some of the hand gestures to ask the beluga for behaviors and we got to feed it some fish and uh we each got a photo of us being kissed by the beluga um but that means i got to feel the melon and it feels like if you put pudding inside a water balloon and then got the outside of the water balloon wet. That's, that's, that's my very long explanation for how I know what a beluga head feels like. But yeah, the melon, it's weird. Well, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. These are albino it. orcas. <laughs> I don't know how that relates, but if that helps. That's terrifying. Or if it doesn't. Why is it terrifying? Um, Just because they're orcas? Because they're orcas. Well, yeah, but they don't yeah, have counter shading sense. anymore, so they're actually less scary because now they're easier to see. <laughs> they're still terrifying murder beasts. I mean, yes, but they also now don't they're... stand out that much against the ice. Okay. And if they eat you, you can't escape through the blowhole because they're two separate anatomical systems. <laughs> 
I don't think I would fit through Will's blowhole, but are you talking about are you talking about the Disney movie Pinocchio that came out like 80 years ago? Yes, and the Disney movie Finding Nemo. They keep getting it wrong. Actually, I guess that was Pixar. Who made Finding Nemo? Someone made Finding Nemo. I think Nemo. Pixar. Um, actually, mm-hmm. well, okay, so they, they were just in the whale's mouth. And then the whale, like, used its tongue to kick them back, and then they came out the blowhole. So, like, that's possible. Nope. What? They're completely separate systems the in the whale. The blowhole is not connected now, to the mouth. Correct. So in most mammals, you could do something yeah. like that, but not in, not in a whale like really? that. They don't connect at all. Correct. That makes... I'm I mean, very surprised to just... know that. There's no sinus cavity thing happening there? Not in the way that it happens in humans. So the the blowhole connects to the lungs and the mouth connects to the stomach and there's no connection anywhere. That's fun. So when a whale pukes, it doesn't ever come out their nose. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Although they don't really have a nose because that's turned into the blowhole. Sure, yeah, but I mean, like, they never puke up out of the blowhole, which would be really unpleasant. Yeah, no, actually, if they get water into the blowhole, that's really bad news because they don't have the same reflexive, like, like the stomach's really good at getting rid of stuff. Yeah, Their lungs have a slightly harder time doing it, so they have, like, double secure systems for their blowholes, like, they're really good at using them, but theoretically, if you were to, like, you know, put food in a blowhole, I don't know why you would do that, it would be really bad news (laughs) for the golf ball. Yeah. I see. <laughs> oh, wow, this was very informative. Well, um, well, well, <laughs> um, Peter, hey, it's nature check. That's what it should be. Thanks, Xander. Trial and a fortune, Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I um have so I I want to take uh, your family finds a windfall. And one of the suggestions there is that you absorb a smaller family. And so I briefly thought about absorbing the uh, biohacked farmers. (laughs) That's fine. Um, But I decided uh, that while expanding a uh, subterranean cave to try and like uh, gain more farmland underground in the Citadel, that Mm -hmm. we just like broke into a completely forgotten storage room full of like advanced fabrics. Mm -hmm. Um, So the, the mechanic of this, uh, fortune is you gain three surpluses of your choice. More. So um, I'm thinking I barter see. goods and progress for my two needs. So yep. I was thinking I'll trade away a lot of the um, the like fancy nice fabrics, and then also maybe some like high tech like Kevlar mm-hmm. type stuff, like defensive fabrics would be sure. maybe my progress. And then I don't know what my third surplus would be. Uh, Well, you might want to take one of those two again, because those three were the things that starting an age with as your family gives a bonus to, and no spoilers, but we're about to start an age. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, cool. So I'm going to take two barter goods and one progress. Yeah, uh, so you will have a no needs and a surplus of barter goods. Yeah, except I gain the need idle. I've got some idols. Uh, and what? Oh, not I gain, that I gain the need idol. Kind of idol. <laughs> it's wrong spelling. <laughs> um, and then um, I don't know what that means in this context. What? Oh, good. Need idol. idol. Yeah. Means they need free time or downtime. Yeah, you're overworked. I, I was thinking. Well, it says actually, it's left you bloated. Gain the need idol. So I guess it's like we've we've come into this such a large s that we've become lazy. Yeah. 
um, is uh, how I was interpreting that. Good use oh, of the word largest. I have been not even on this list. Lazy? I don't know. I'm just a I'm a fancy. I guess boy. it's like a it's it's a need that they are. I don't know. It's a weird way of saying yeah. it, but yeah. Yeah, oh, I agree. It's yeah. The need should be need. <laughs> Like stimulation or something or, like that well i have uh, uh i have a surplus <laughs> of motivation so i feel like that would be a but whatever yeah motivation yeah. would be a good one yeah i'm motivation just gonna scratch through idle because i don't like idle and morale I'm sure write motivation the, mm. morale i think is the game one i don't know what idle is either so we'll call it it's morale. also yeah can i can i just say i had motivation Let's that seems like to... a more more normal thing all right uh yeah yeah that's fine too and what was your trial um, I think I want to do something monstrous from out in the wait li- wasteland takes a particular dislike to All my right. family and has been hounding them ever since. Many monsters. Oh, gosh. Um, I was thinking Only instead of like a monster, maybe it would be some kind of like technological like behemoth because it says um, the mechanic is okay. say some secret you've learned about it, gain two tech from scavenged parts of it, but take disadvantage on family moves against it. Mm. So I was thinking maybe just some like giant sentient piece of mining equipment or something like that i like that driving around and like digging big holes and so, or something like that mm-hmm. that's scary um what so, if it used to be like oil mining or coal mining equipment and it'll be like a metaphor for like progress into the future where we don't use that kind of fuel whoa. anymore yeah the death of fossil fuels it's come back for its revenge wouldn't that be something <laughs> wouldn't that yeah sure uh gigantic <laughs> <Yeah>. oil <laughs> okay um so um, I guess I've learned more like advanced digging techniques to make like burrowing into more caves easier. Wow, that guy's really good at digging. Yeah, we're He's like got a black belt so in digging it. techniques. Mm-hmm. If we we would be able to dig so much if we didn't lack so, so much in motivation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like why even bother digging? I just don't already so today. good at it. I'm yeah, I'm so good at it. I don't need any more practice digging. Oh, who needs I'm just gonna that? sit okay. here on this giant pile of Kevlar. <laughs> so those are your fire uh, b- 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 trials and fortunes uh which are the major mechanical portions one other thing i wanted to check with jordan did were you doing any sort of above ground kind of expansion everyone else has a something representing kind of an above ground base uh you certainly have well, time to establish. i don't know i kind of see the um whatever our facility is called as our okay. quasi base like it's no, not ours. Kind of yeah. We're still dealing with that thing. But kinda, no, I, I think, as far as uh, I know, nobody else is camping out there. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I, I think in that case, if you want, you could even kind of like it's got this mine, and then way in the back is where the research portion is. So you might have even kind of like permanent, like fifty to a hundred people or whatever, who kind of mostly are there to make it a self-sufficient settlement and a few people who are there to be doing research and stuff if that kind of makes yeah. sense to you cool everyone else lives Excellent. in the main house and they live in the annex <laughs> all right oh boy <laughs> uh cool uh then now we get to kind of do the more fancy stuff uh or story stuff but before that you can kind of switch up your doctrine, your lifestyle, your gear and traditions, if you'd like, in your family. And you name a new custom you develop, add a new threat, opportunity, or faction to the map. And I think that's from your thing, but I've never been positive. And then we adjust some of the map elements, but I think we have mostly been doing that in real time. 
Uh, okay, yeah. So I guess let's. Does anyone want to switch up kind of the gear that they use? Is the first gear, lifestyles, traditions, those things? And if not, what tradition have you developed over kind of this new set? Oh, but we did we did that a little bit in the last section. You don't have to like really elaborate too much because I think this is more kind of one B age wise than really a full second age that we're finishing up. I think I'm happy with the developments of renaming the city Gannysburg, renaming their <laughs> split faction, the Spider Hunters, and now the incorporation of the Sun iconography. I think that's enough of a cultural shift. Yeah, for, that's a lot for you. Right, that's true. We actually did a decent portion of these already. Uh, uh, I guess mostly just, you know, uh, if you want. But if not, then it's map time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all get to add more new map things. I think, like I said, from your in the family landmarks. But if you have something that's not in the family landmarks, that would make sense. We've done a little bit of that in this, anyways. But we'll keep at it. Are the family landmarks in the handout sheets or in the rule book? Uh, they oh, are I the found family it. section. Yeah, found it under traditions. I went to uh wikipedia to fact check my fun fact about whales not having a gag reflex Mm -hmm. and it does say that on the page but it also says Mm. citation needed next to it does it say citation or citation because i'm I'm about to be really mad at you if that was the joke you were trying to make hey no but i wish it was Now I'm tempted uh, to go on a journey of editing Wikipedia and finding a proper <laughs> academic source for the fact that whales don't have a gag reflex because their systems don't connect. But sounds like oh, something sounds you should like do during the bio yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or I could do my TA ship duties. More of that. Yeah. We've all got issues. Um, wait, what's happening with the second. blue line that's moving there? Is that? Oh, I'm just trying to delete the other one because it's no longer really an edge, but like literally everything else else is getting selected first. <laughs> maybe there's like a layer system i don't know yeah are you in the right layer probably is i don't know <laughs> i look like i know things about this website <laughs> not. i even realized that this portion was the second line but now i did and now we can put the coast back all right sorry people who aren't looking at the map right now sometimes <laughs> we look at the map y'all are missing so. a lot yeah, you're not. It is a uh, speaking of map stuff, map. Map stuff. There's some new things that are in this world as the age has dawned, and you get to decide what they are. No, yeah, add stuff to the map portion for you guys. An opportunity, a threat, or a landmark. I think is what it said. Hmm. I don't know. It's like I don't have quite enough PDFs to keep all the pages open that I need. Uh, does anyone have an idea, or I'm going to start naming names and making you do things? I mean, I like the sound of a looted caravan with a mysterious destination. Love that. Oh, I love that. Where did that turn up? Um, we have this spot to like the east of the map that's pretty open. So maybe. <laughs> yeah. There's just like emptiness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe somewhere between the site of a massacre and toxic water supply. Yeah. Okay. Kind of one night overnight. A series of fans showed up completely destroyed. Nobody quite uh, saw them get destroyed or show up. And so those are both kind of weird. But there they are. A looted caravan with mysterious destination. Yep. Whatever Roll20 recently did with their text tool, I like it. 
What were the giant telescope dish and anti-gravity reactors for? (laughs) We have Uh, a lot of stuff on this map that I'm like, wait. Yeah, we haven't done anything with a lot of these. a decent portion. Yeah, I mean, you each put three things on the map uh, at the start and have interacted with one or two of them total. So there's, I think both of those were you, but I don't remember for sure. And really? Honestly, it's fine. <laughs> not everything that uh, shows up here has to get explored. That's not what this is about. Maybe not. I think you were actually the spooky gravity one. Somebody else was the the gra- anti gravity reactor was definitely your faction, though. Okay. So you want to? These are all things I would know if I listened to the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well. There are things on the map. They don't. Your faction doesn't own them until you go and own them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, maybe we should do that in this age. I mean, well, <laughs> things to think about. <laughs> You've already got this secret uh, research facility that's got, got stuff yeah. happening. Yeah, you guys should just be so, happy with what you got. Just and then we can get a surplus your... of energy with wow. the anti-gravity reactor or something. I mean, this thing has uh, that nuclear bioreactor thing that uh, seems to be within its belly or whatever, deep, deep within past uh the main computer room which you can't get past yet uh also i changed my mind i'm gonna switch the thing that you that's gotten onto you back to those leopards i'd rather not have it be the supercomputer for this so what have you learned about those leopards though was you get to learn something as part of the um trial trial oh. yeah um, um uh, you can give me like a category like something medical or whatever or a weak spot or I guess I was thinking, like, their sleep and, like, hunting patterns. Like, basically, Mm -hmm. we've learned when to go places to not get mauled by leopards. Yeah, I mean, they're giant (laughs) cats, and so, like, all giant, all cats of all sorts spend about, uh, I'd say, 18 out of every 24 hours, but I'm making this up, uh, sleeping. And so there's definitely... I think they're probably dawn and dusk hunters and blizzard hunters are the times that they feel most empowered to hunt and therefore is least good to be in their way. Snow leopards but, like, specifically are very sleepy. Yeah, snow leopards oh, specifically are go really ahead. good. No, th- I just think it's fun. Um, they're they're really good at not being seen by people. Like it took mm-hmm. some crazy long time for you know filmmakers and like like people researching uh snow leopards to actually get like film footage of one walking around like like specifically with somebody in a blind with a camera i mean Mm. now they get video footage of them on trail cams and stuff but like yeah yeah, i want to say this is like 10 years ago maybe not even it was like a huge deal Mm. that somebody had sat in a blind for days and days and days waiting to get video footage of a snow leopard so they're very secretive that's good I was worried that you were going to contradict me. No! They had a different sort of sleep schedule. And I was like, actually, snow leopards are awake all the time. They never sleep. (laughs) No, they're super cool. I love them. Oh, same. I just... I was worried that you knew more than I do. Uh, Okay, cool. Uh, Wait, so, wait. Did we add anything from that? Or no, we just talked about things. Dang it. Nope. (laughs) All right. Dang it. Well... Can we come back to me? <laughs> yes. Cheryl, what do you want to add? Do you have something? Um, so I have a few thoughts, but yes. I wanted to, like, we'll 
Okay, so um, the ocean on our map, or the like, the area of our map that has water on it, is very small, and most of the mm. things, <laughs> most of the like prompts or the landmarks on uh, my family's listing are water related because it is a water family. It is very um, big. This is just I didn't. Okay, I feel so I was definitely. Like, I can... Go ahead. No, it, it's <laughs> we okay. can make I the just... map bigger. Yeah, I just, I was like, oh, I don't know how much you want to play with the water or if I should pick something that's, like, land-ish. No, I mean, um, I made no plans whatsoever for this game, and since you, uh, as a player, are interested in uh, the ocean, and you uh, did that by picking the, the action, let's yeah. make an ocean map. Okay. Uh, um, so I guess my my... Oh. Two choices were either a derelict carrier larger than most cities that I was thinking might be sort of getting unlocked as the ice uh, melts, or um, a massive volcano not far from the shore threatening eruption. Um, that one would be interesting Ooh. because it could be... Um, whoops. Oh, gosh. The map just disappeared. Um, Jared, yeah, instead of creating a new... a new map, you can actually expand the size of the original map if you want. Yeah. Um, I can. Yeah. yeah, if you go into the the pages tab where you select the different pages, yeah. you click on that. There oh, should be yeah. like a little gear for the page, and you can yeah. change width. the size, number of boxes, yeah. height, Add width. The width. Um, but if we if we put the volcano on there, then it could be threatening Gannisburg, Gannisburg, which <laughs> wow that that face. Um... <laughs> hey, yeah, there we go. I All right. I would feel worse if it wasn't so absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, and some of those lines already uh, extend. You think it's okay to people to for people to die just because they live in a town with a stupid name, Cheryl? I no, I did not say that. Yes. I was just saying it would be an interesting thing to add to the map. There would be drama. Huh? Maybe a guy in the corner playing a piano. What? You Sorry, know, like I've in a like in a black and white in a, in a black and white movie. You know, the uh, sure. in the so saloon fight, the guy playing the piano. What? You'll be playing yakety sack. Which one were you going with? Sorry, I was too busy trying to explain the map. I don't know. how do you feel about why we the challenge fighting. of a volcano? I love it. Let's do it. Okay, we're putting a volcano in this uh, the chain of of hills slash mountains where Gannisburg and the maximum security prison and vault are. Like back here. Sure. Woo volcano. Oh, I was putting it in because apparently oh. this oh cool. mountains apparently continue down. I didn't know that. Uh, but since they were there, we drew them off the edge of the map. Yes, love it. Whoa. Um, yeah, volcano. I assumed that it would never come up <laughs> because now I recently because I recently wrote a YouTube video about a super volcano. I have yeah. lots of fun facts about volcanoes when we eventually. Ooh, get oh, good. That's gonna Plus, be. I feel like it might be Ganny's Mead's destiny to die while doing like a kickflip on a skateboard or over a volcano <laughs> or something. So. It just seems right. <laughs> that does sound sufficiently dumb. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He finds the last bottle of Surge on the planet and drinks <laughs> it. <in the air. laughs> that was actually what brought the fall. Oh my yeah. god! Oh wow! Oh, um, terrifying. Uh, yeah, but I think probably that I'm gonna make that an island. Uh, this is more an undersea ridge that it's tracing out here. Because, like, let's give you a lot of sea to work with. So, oh, well, then um, it's not threatening Gannisburg. Look at that. Well, it's close enough that a is going to be a problem. Oh, sure. <laughs> Lava can go through it's, oceans. 
Or, yeah, I mean, it's just not the same as it being, like, right there and Pompeying them. Do you want it? Like, we can do it. I verbed that. (laughs) You did verb that. All right, let's Pompeii it. Lava can go through oceans? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Citation needed. Yeah. (laughs) There. Eats goldfish slowly. (laughs) All right. Now there's a, it's right on the shore. Okay. Your volcano to the shore. It's on the shoreline. It's kind of this big, uh, craggy peak that kind of is standing. It's like the White Cliffs of Dover, but much more terrifying. Much more terrifying. More igneous as well, I think. More igneous. Uh, (laughs) Less salty. Slightly more igneous. (laughs) All right. Peter, Jordan, have you decided what to put on the map? (laughs) Uh, I have. So um, one of my options is a... Uh, a vast forest filled with calcified trees. I thought that would be fun to put near the volcano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fa- I'm just going to draw some trees. A vast. No, I'm going <laughs> to <write. laughs> All right. You know what? We're making we'll this a pirate a show. On the map. Yeah. Oops, all pirates. <laughs> an antivirus show. I I, yeah. I, oh. I picked I picked sailor people. Wow, those are great trees. Fuck you. We <laughs> <laughs> swear on this podcast. I'm sure I have said fuck before. Oh, yes. I, just, I cannot be. We're allowed to swear. Within yeah, I cannot believe we've been doing this for almost a year and I haven't said drop yeah. the f bomb. No, we're allowed to swear within reason. None of the like actual bad swears, but the regular swears are fine. It's not the bad swears, huh? Not the bad ones. Not the bad ones. The bad one. All right. Uh, (laughs) Good. Jordan, I'm afraid I'm out of people to ask you. (laughs) But I could also take a look at your family, see if. Jordan missed a great opportunity there to just say fuck. Why is this map so irritating to deal with? What do you mean? Because it's on roll 20. And I'm a terrible map designer. Like, let's not. <laughs> well, it's not the map design. It's the fact that, like, I can't, like, move anything without also accidentally adding something to the oh, map. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is very... I'm going to get rid of this, like, light blue background, I think. I don't think that's the problem or anything. It's just, like, I'm sick of it. <laughs> Can I add something to the the white space that is outside of the white, light blue background? Yes. <laughs> like, the void... <laughs> Uh, the world just void, ends at that rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It turns it takes out place that on a flat it's rectangle <laughs> universe. Here there be monsters. Yar. I told you. Pirates. That's actually what happened uh, in the, the thousand years long. is no. the earth did become flat. It was uh, weird. All the pressure from all of the ice just like crushed it down into a disc. Let's not make this yeah, sound more plausible still... than it. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> watch h bomb guys video there's a lot of good videos on this um but were, were you gonna add to the void and can i talk you into adding it onto the ice why are we rolling what? five <laughs> wait what peter rolled can't walk across his keyboard and type that up and hit enter sorry that's uh i'm trying to expand this uh blue thing and or get rid of it and it's just not working oh man but, you can uh, probably select it. You can put it, it wherever. It's icy. It's, it's just icy. very... I can't select it without selecting everything else because I... Oh. 
this is I did a bad job. Alright, it's fine. You know Can what you... we didn't do, folks? We didn't manage layers. Yep. Here, I'm just gonna draw another blue box that's anyway. the same color. Anyway. I'm excited Perfect. to see what Jordan's adding. Wait. No, that's wrong. Where are you adding it though? No, I can't I don't have permission to unmake things. Thank God. <laughs> now I'm just drawing Panicking. squares. <laughs> what? Where? Oh, I don't I even see, see your squares. Uh, oh. oh, there's more blue. Now. All right, good enough. You Thanks, Peter. Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Third level yeah, spell slot once it. per day. <laughs> Create Earth. Yes. <laughs> no, because like you can build barriers and like <laughs> at a six second you get a five foot cube of Earth. That's nuts. Yeah, that would be good. Wait, each box is only a foot. <laughs> Hang on. Yes. Oh God. We're Lilliputian. We are. That's that's been the secret. We're actually all that's in a terrarium. That's why the snow leopards are so terrifying. <laughs> There's just one. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually very a large. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Their kittens are so cute. They're so fuzzy. What? Huh? What? The snow leopard kittens are so cute and fuzzy. Oh. Yeah, probably. And they have giant tails. No, definitely. Yeah, those giant tails oh. make them incredibly good at jumping. Snow leopards are <laughs> way better at jumping than most other big cats. Well, there you go. Can I add a cool. second settlement with spooky gravity? But this time it's full of, um, yes. like, behind the anti-gravity reactor. Ooh. Um, yeah. and floating within it is the same small robots that keep following us home. <gasps> probably <laughs> another spooky uh, I'm gonna though reverse the time uh, phase shift this one so this gravity is strongest at noon and weakest at midnight unlike okay. the other one Just, you know for funsies I don't know why it's happening or how it's happening or any of that but it's not my job is it, important? it definitely Damn. doesn't have anything to do with the experimental anti-gravity reactor yeah. in between those two locations. Is it important for us to keep track of when the gravity is strongest and weakest in each of these places, or do we not care? Nah, to the... I I can't imagine when it would come up, but that... Listen. I'm just asking because we all just admitted how bad we are taking notes in this game, so... <laughs> um, well, either I'll remember when you when it comes up again, or I won't. Okay. Sounds uh, probably will though. But uh, yeah, cool, good. Uh, that was, I think, all the paperwork for this new age. So why don't we take like five ten and come back with the scenario? <gasps> yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're mm. gonna go on a quick bio break. Grab some food, water, pet your pets, take your meds whatever and we'll be back right quick see you soon and we're back still making pirate noises because Darn. this is secretly a pirate is that show how we, is that how we started <laughs> Tis me. Oh, um yeah hey everybody we're back uh thanks for hanging out i know the chat is kind of quiet today but i can see that you're watching and i appreciate you hanging out with us um we are broadcasting opposite of gdq so what? Oh, no wonder. Game's done quick, the biggest stream of the year? No, I know. I just didn't realize they were happening. I never know when GDQ is actually happening. I always just uh, see the VODs and I'm like, oh, that happened? Yeah, they started today. Cool. Nice. I yeah, no one. No idea what's happening. It's a charity event where people play video games. Charity. 
Yeah, yeah. They play them Best. quickly. I mean, there are a lot of charity events where people play video games. Possible. So. Or do they play them quickly? Oh, quickly. Uh, oh, I didn't know about this one. Anyway, hey, we're back. Uh, we did a lot of the thing. We did a lot of the things that cause or or come with the turn of an age. But I think Jareth has something else. Yes. To cause the age to turn. Oh, whoa. Hey. No. Whoa. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, here we are. Um, the age, I guess. Uh, kind of started when uh the thing that really shifted between kind of your cool exploring the surface phase and the next phase was a uh critical reactor meltdown which now gives away this cool uh elephant's foot image i've had this whole time thank you to the u.s department of energy um for that uh (laughs) where is that photo from uh chernobyl Mm -hmm. i've been telegraphing this move the entire you guys want to hear my one fun fact about Chernobyl? You only yes. have one fun fact uh, about Chernobyl? There only is one fun fact about Chernobyl, uh, and he knows it. <laughs> I don't know about that, but let's see. All the other facts are depressing. This one's fun, Cheryl. Uh-oh. Yeah. Thanks That's for doxing yourself on the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I could just get the first No, I Well, I mean, I think my fun fact what? is like all of the things that now live there. Right, including isn't no, there like really, a yeah. like a fungus Actually, or something uh, that like eats that the only radiation? Grows there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, uh, we talked about that earlier, and uh-huh. I loosely modeled what's happening in those panthers, no leopards with it. Right, yeah. So, Here's my fun fact about yeah. Chernobyl: it could have been avoided if people had gotten better sleep the night before. And also, I like that sometimes, if the bureaucracy wasn't quite so set on its particular goals at the time. <laughs> mm. Also, bad um, design of their alarms. Yeah. Lots the whole 99% of, invisible about lots that. Lots of things that were problems with it. Um, but unfortunately... In that, this case, the control rods went missing. Um, they, they went missing? Yeah, that's... Fu- they, exactly. That's not good, is it? I worked hard for that uranium. I'm upset. Um <laughs> Oh, but also, you don't just like walk off with control rods. I wouldn't think so, but they did. I've been around, nu- especially with the cameras, uh, which are largely melted, as you could imagine. Yep. Um, there is no surviving footage. Um, this is kind of the report from uh, the nuclear engineering team as they kind of picturing from, all of I us think, in like a like a conference room with like the nuclear engineering team like reporting to us and like all yeah, four of us just being like of... wait what this is outrageous here's Ooh, another fun fact um that mean well like okay so like how like how melted down did it melt down because so i'm married to a nuclear engineer um, so i have lots of questions <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to answer that many of them if I'm <gasps> oh, being honest. No. Okay, so so at Argon, I don't. No, think go ahead. Uh, ask. I just yeah. Like at, at Argon, I don't think they do it anymore, but they had a really cool test rig thing um, to help people design um, nuclear reactors, or basically to figure out how much concrete floor they needed. So they would like set yeah. off this. Yes. They would set off this really cool reaction, and like basically, it was like a very small scale model of like what the proposed reactor design would go would be. I know they were doing this for uh, France for several of these tests. Yeah. But like uh, the stuff reacts and melts down through the concrete, and they try to make sure that like the amount of concrete you have is like so much that 
the all of the slag or whatever from the reactor melting down could not yeah, make it all the way through it. the concrete, which is really cool. I don't remember. I don't it remember what little... it's what the mixture of stuff is called, but I thought yeah. that was really cool that they have this way to like scale down the reactor to something that you could test inside a room, and it would tell you basically the depth Corium. of concrete. Huh? Corium. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is the kind of yeah. molten slag uh, of uh, dump, uh nuclear reactor yeah. going bad. But and they could just fact, what this bad boy is made out of. Exactly. Yeah. But they basically that test um, at the national lab could tell you how much concrete floor you needed to have, so that even if the absolute worst thing happened to your reactor, it would still be contained mm-hmm. within the concrete building, which I thought was neat. So, uh, yeah. So I hope ours was contained. I guess. <laughs> Uh, largely, um, uh, the, the main thing, uh, is more that, uh, nothing's really destroyed. Uh, it's more, it's visible, uh, still this, uh, the city. It's just no longer habitable, kind of in the same way Chernobyl isn't. Um, but like Peter was saying just before we came back, like, you definitely have time to get, you know, all of your assets, any sort of things out. It's not... This wasn't, uh, the alarms were, this wasn't like a huge scale, I mean, obviously this is a disaster, but it's not like a large scale lo- uh, loss of life thanks to clever and engineering and vigilance, which has been the byword for these past millennia. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, so lucky neat. that it didn't happen until after you had access to the surface, you have kind of I think at this point, uh, a semi-permanent settlement up top anyways, right? Like there's a lot of kind of buildings, barracks, warehouses to support just the uh, intermedium of those two things anyways. Yeah. I feel like it might be more important to note that this didn't happen until the surface had access to us. Since you said the control rods went missing. Yeah, weird. I'm curious where they walked off to. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Anyhow. Um... (laughs) So you yeah, what... of course I do. <laughs> I don't. I know. I know. Tell you, do you? Where? It's, Gan- it's just Ganymede with sticks in his hair, being like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh Christ! Did to say bones took him? Because <laughs> that's Ganymede's rival. That's right. Uh, love that. Oh wait, yeah. I thought Nemo Anyways. was your rival. He's got a lot of rivals. Back off. <laughs> Nemo. Hmm. <laughs> that's the that's the character you built to save yourself and you said that with the with the bedazzled ski mask and you said that he and and ganymede were rivals oh yeah i remember this because i worked with the dude to rescue you yeah and also cheryl's the only one of us who regularly listens to the podcast right she so she <laughs> Nemo is I my rival, and Bones is... Who is Bones? Bones was your... Uh, was your, your was shepherd's character, character. For Peter. Uh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. And you, you're the one that, that's the one that cut off uh, Charon's hand. But also, we'd never seen him and Nemo in the same place right. at the same time. And Nemo always has that bejeweled ski mask. Uh, so... I like that. No one <laughs> I... Uh, so so yeah, I guess the... Uh Uh-huh. Thanks to Xander exclusively. (laughs) Thanks to Xander. Uh, So the short-term questions uh, for everyone to consider is A, I guess if you think 
what you want to do about the mystery, if anything. Nothing is cool. Be, um, I think kind of roughly speaking, you could largely uh, resettle to kind of right uh, near the elevator. Sure, that's, um, a, that's but a two. This you've is also me. got a lot of options. I Yeah, thank you for counting, but this is not going to work out as well as you'd hoped. No, go ahead. Keep counting. Uh, it's worth a shot. I'm just not good. Three. Number three. Question. So where are you living? Uh, are you investigating? And what did you get out? Everything is po- available. Um, nothing. Certainly in a quick term gets so irradiated you can't bring it upstairs. Like, that's well, I why. think we should investigate the mystery. What do you Up think? Up to you. Yeah. Uh, it's somewhat limited. All right. We're in agreement. <laughs> Okay, so everyone wants to... What about the other things? Uh, Specifically, I guess I'm asking, do you kind of start living more in your uh, kind of various settlements or uh, Jordan in particular, probably yours is more temporary than I think like Gettysburg and uh, Cheryl's ice tent thing and even Peter's like column thing. Uh, Are you kind of... I you love had, that like, like the one thing that you fixated on is like the aesthetic choice of the front of the building. <laughs> That's how you describe it. <laughs> I know what I'm about. Aesthetic choices. Giant First, catacombs filled with failed genetic experiments and you're like last. The Art Deco building. <laughs> <laughs> Art Deco zone. Uh that's actually the maximum security prison. Oh yeah. <laughs> You would think yeah, that would be very perilous, but... Modern art, maximum security yeah. prison. No, no. So the many holes in the walls that you can just climb through. <laughs> the impressionists are the massacre. Oh, oh, I really wanted the okay. prison to evoke the, the feeling of Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh. And these uh, <laughs> ship graveyard, very pointless. What am I doing? <laughs> Getting off track. Uh, again. Who stole the rods? So do you want to live in your spots? Does that make sense to you guys? Do you want to live near the kind of central complex? We we are absolutely living near, uh, we are living in our catacombs, rapidly expanding those mm-hmm. thanks to the tunnel building technology we just recent picked, recently picked up mm-hmm. and um, very much coordinating with the biohacked farmers uh, on the surface. Okay. Um, we run bug hotels like for wary travelers such as myself. I like that they just like adopted an agrarian lifestyle and immediately stopped aggressing at us. Like, well, they were trying to feed themselves. Like, <laughs> I did not make that motivation all that unclear. And now they got a new way, and it's less raidy, although not entirely not raidy. They still have their like guns and sniper rifles and shit. Yeah. Like, you don't want to fuck with them. But Cattle rustlers farmers. are farmers, but also raidy. Mm. So it's like, <laughs> are they actually farmers? There you go. They did a bunch of uh, studies a few years ago that showed that ranchers, people that herd animals, are far more violent than farmers, people that actually grow crops. I believe that's a whole social psychology theory behind it. But Mm -hmm. uh, essentially, if you've got live animals that people can like come and steal in the middle of the night, then you defend yourself with guns and things like that. But if you have crops that are a little bit harder to, you know, harvest in the middle of the night and run off with them, yeah. Yeah. That's from cultural psychology. Vanessa could so, talk a lot more about that. In the next Stardew Valley update, you're going to be able to have more cows, but also <laughs> guns. <laughs> it's, the, it's the gun update. The long-awaited yeah. gun update. No. Yeah. I have... It's been, it's been coming. I gotta say. Um, oh, no. 
Cool. Um, we'll roll about that. How about now, actually? Um, we'll get to everyone else's things in a bit. Peter, do you want to give me I need to, the family role for working together? Do, do, do. I will find its name. Conduct diplomacy. No, maybe the other one. Do, do, do. Now, why don't we call diplomacy? Yeah, that makes more sense than the other ones. Um, uh, when you, you call you on your family's monitor over there? I do. Okay, thank you. That explains. Uh, you. <laughs> Where is he looking? I've got like four things. He's squinting into the at. distance, looking for answers. Just kind of thinking, <laughs> thinking about the I rule book that I remember because I memorized it so good. Oh God, I'm sorry. Um, give me a plus reach roll. To cool. I got a minus one in that, it. so it's gonna go Whoa. super good. So that's, listen, they're not aggressive anymore, but like that's an just, eight. Okay, a partial success. Partial um, success. So what you said with their cooperation to what extent is that? Are you kind of like providing them fertilizer? Or you're providing them? Are they providing you crops? Uh, kind of sort of treaty sort of deal? Is that? What yeah, basically, um, trying to okay. Just make sure everybody's diet is well balanced mm. with our mushrooms mm. and our uh, insect protein and their, I assume, algae farms in greenhouses or um, something like that. Yeah, I haven't really uh, figured it out entirely. They're growing something. We really uh, do need to write good. a nature check uh, recipe book, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. It'll be like, I don't know, something, right? Yeah. Whatever stuff. we got um, lying around, throw it in a pot. Marvelous. <laughs> uh, so the uh, you get a meeting. Your agents had to get. Uh, I'm going to give them one treaty on you. Okay. Um, because they're kind of. I'm going to say that they're their own sort of third party for this purpose. But you kind of you get your meeting and kind of work out your barter agreement. Um, with insane Jane. Who now has oh, a she's, farmer's she's hat? Still running them. Insane Jane and the farmers. Oh yeah, yeah. I am farming now. <laughs> Doing lots of farming. Cool. But still good with sniper rifle. Don't mess with. Mm. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Cool. Dita Cheryl, you also have a fairly kind of set up place. Is that kind of where your faction moves mostly? Yeah, um, I would say at this point, we kind of take our octopuses and GTFO, right. like, we don't need to be in the caves mm. much anymore at all now that there's ocean and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of sounded like what was happening with you guys anyways. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Xander, you've got Gannysville. Gannysburg, I apologize. <laughs> I wasn't we we workshopped the name at first. We were like, maybe Gannysville, but we settled on Gannysburg. Okay, and so it was in contention, too. That's good to know for me. <laughs> yeah. Um Anyhow, so uh, is that kind of where your, that is where your faction is. You have already decided this, more or less, but that checks out. Checks out. Cool. Uh, Jordan, uh, you're kind of the most ambiguous. Are you kind of <laughs> factionally moving more towards that base, or are you kind of staying most like of your kind of agents and students and whatever in kind of like the... Uh, Think of it like kind of one of those, you know, pop-up army towns. So there's, you know, barracks and warehouses and all those sort of amenities and whatever. Um, but not like super fancy, which is uh, probably nicer than the cave. Sorry. <laughs> I think that... Hmm. I think anyone who's already at the cave stays at the cave. 
Lissa probably mm-hmm. goes to the cave. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, everyone else, I guess, hangs in the barracks. Okay. No, that's, uh, that is totally fine. Just wanted to make sure. Then, yeah. So that kind of answers where everyone's families are families in, where kind of your centers of power are. And Jordan, in your case, that bit split, but that's good too. So yeah, now we have kind of this reactor that has, um, oh, that's right. So you kind of, I assume, took all your stuff with you was the other question. And that answered itself more or less, because why wouldn't you, right? Be wild to leave any major resource behind now that I'm saying words out loud. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. So you are left with the mystery. So kind of the report we are let us kind of as a scene put this in kind of one of these large offices uh, and want to attach to a warehouse or whatever you know it's very generic good see any of them in america anywhere right now uh i'm sorry uh walks in kind of spreads out what largely the been able to find which is that i don't know how much you know about reactors but Basically, when they're out of control, you're supposed to put the control rods in, and that stops all the neutrons from making the reaction happen. And if there's no control rod, and you do that when it's kind of overheating, well, that's bad. And so that's what seems to have happened. Because, of course, uh, was went like super critical, and things went very bad. The dome that it was in, you know, the immediate room, extremely, extremely radioactive. Uh, so film from that is completely destroyed. Uh, there's kind of some sensor readings that can kind of more or less tell that story. But um, in terms of the data, you are a little bit lost. Um, sorry, did you say this and maybe I missed it? Um, were there any maybe. <laughs> casualties? Like people casualties. I know Just the reactor add, itself is probably a couple. Because, um, like, shit goes south fast. But I think largely using, you know, futuristic technology uh, to design things good or whatever, that I'm going to say, yeah, one or two people got a lethal dose in kind of trying to handle this. But it's extremely low casualty event compared to the disaster it could have been. Um, I, I guess where I was going with that is like, well, in order for the control rods to go missing, someone would have mm-hmm. had to have taken them. Presumably there's machinery to do that because it's a really bad idea for you to try to pull them out by hand. And I have a fun, obviously Agreed. not my experience story, but there's a fun story out of a different national lab about somebody trying to take a control rod out of a nuclear reactor by hand. It's not Jesus. a good idea. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he. Uh, it wasn't be anywhere near that shit. Apparently, it wasn't coming out on his own. This is like years ago at one of the national research labs in the U.S. And he, so he, it wasn't coming out the way it was supposed to. So he went up and stood on top of it and tried to like pull it out with his hands. And I guess it kind of like shot out and impaled him to the ceiling. 
So Yeah, coulda. So I hope no one tried to, well, if someone had tried to pull it out with their hands, they might still be in the room. Um, but sure, like, in the room. Serves them right for trying to steal right. the freaking control but, rods. But so my presumption is that they would have used the machinery that was set up in order to pull out or push in the control rods or like move mm-hmm. them around because there's usually machinery for that. Which well, if they didn't that, use the machinery, it would make the, the mystery a lot easier to solve. Right, so... <laughs> Who's that guy? Right, so presumably <laughs> there's no evidence that's quite that dramatic. Um, they would have had to no, have access to the machinery and known how to use it. So, like, even if there's no film, like, we should be able to get some information from the the reactor operators about, like, who had access mm-hmm. to all of that and where are they and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I, I think... This is one of, you know, dozens or whatever. Um, dozens is probably too many. Half a dozen. Let's call them six uh, key, I think, uh, fusion, fission uh, reactors um, powering <laughs> the city plus two uh, uranium salt reactors. Uh, yeah. Seems like a good kind of energy complement for a very large scale thing. Very large scale, like, and also a higher energy I'm making a lot of this shit up, I got to admit. Um, Salt reactors, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love, a big fan of lifters, but here we are. Uh, I, <sighs> Things this that is never shall secret. be because of public opinion. Sad face. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, if I, there's worse casualties than that. Um, I forget what I was trying to say before I got into this. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's probably each of them has, I'm uh, gonna say, like kind of a team of 50 people who have like, you know, various levels of training and access. You know, probably there is no more than 10, let's call it a dozen people um, who have that kind of full whatever they work in, you know, the four on a shift at any time, I guess is probably the setup. Mm-hmm. Kind of the head engineers. So from that, I guess they're half of them because uh, the sign of leadership is probably rushing in. So let's call the, those two the people. Two are remaining from the shift that was active and two got radiation poisoning to death. And were heroic though, super heroic. Uh, things could have gone way worse if they didn't right. sort of stuff. So good for them. Yeah. Um, so those hey. two people who are left. Yes. I haven't given them names or anything. Call them Joe and Steve. No, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> those names are so unrealistic. They'll never believe them. I gotta pick something else. What was Seaborg's first name? Fuck. Ah, I could have done a clever reference if I could remember some chemists. Uh, Harold Yuri was a chemist and Willard Libby was a chemist. So Willard and Harry. <laughs> Oh boy. Willie and Harry. What? Oh, Willie and Harry. Those are two chemists that my grandpa knew. They sound like 1960s school kids, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, like, that's why I've given them, like, it's kind of a fun, you know, I don't want to, like, do it directly. <laughs> if anyone knew who I was naming them after, then it would ruin the whole, shh, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, Willie and so yeah, uh, these two fellows, uh, fine fellows, very serious. I think anyone who is, you know, there's a certain level of seriousness to the profession is there not. So what do you, um, 
So I guess the line of questioning is basically like, well, you were there, so like, yeah, what the hell happened? Like, you know, who, um, who did, who, who, who used the machinery, who mm-hmm. moved stuff, where did it go? Yeah. Um, who wants to be so, bad Yeah, cop? yeah, yeah. Huh? Uh, who wants to be bad I think cop? We're doing a good cop. They more than anyone are the people that uh, are kind of the source of this, what happened, whatever. Um Oh, who does want to be bad cop? Feel free to throw some rolls at it, but he's like, and like hand them the last can of surge, and then you know they take a sip out of it, and then I slap it out of their hands, and I'm like, now tell us what happened. <laughs> I, I, does anybody else think Ganymede makes a good bad cop? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel he, I'm a partner here. He seems much more natural. I feel like um, uh, Jordan's character and I are more the uh, stand behind the two way mirror and just kind mm. of like. Yeah, but you the, guys we are put the. We put the two technicians in separate We're also rooms, very huh? old at like, this point. The, the two of you are, rooms, yes. Uh, but wait, you guys, yeah, are, yeah. you're gonna let Ganymede be the bad cop? I don't I've been know preparing for this moment. Yeah, no, oh, I'm like... not trying to throw hands at my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true, you yeah. guys are getting Ganymede's there, like, where do these... Where, I'm the crazy cop! Where do these leaves come from? Nobody knows! There are no leaves <laughs> None of us have ever seen leaves before, but yet there are leaves in my hair. What, that, what does that tell you? It tells you I could do anything! <laughs> I will ruin you! I really appreciate that you got a lot closer to your webcam to really, like, feed us Get the into my, crazy person the, vibe. Yeah, like, the, yeah. the conspiracy. Yeah. So we're doing... Nice. We're doing... Um, before, lost it cop and not lost it cop is that is, that's about right i could let this get off the rails um i put him i put him in separate rooms and then i tell each of them yeah your friend's gonna flip on you he's gonna he's gonna tell me everything you might as well tell me what you know they uh largely don't know anything either of them is the it's thing. not a perfect plan i agree especially because um basically what happened um from their perspective is about the same as kind of the reports, which is to say they didn't see anyone use any of the machinery to their awareness. Um, the first sign was when things were going bad and they tried to do the like shutdown procedure and it was like, no, I can't shut down because the things don't exist. That was a poorly designed um, reactor. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's it. They just forgot to include. Well, no, I. I mean, depending on the reactor design, there just... there are some reactors that will just shut themselves down if anything goes wrong. But this was not one of them. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> agreed. But I believe most of I, I can't. I, this is a. You may even. It's been a while since I've done any of this. I anyhow. Um, but many of almost all of those systems rely on having like the things that are designed to do that still there, right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't design the things. I just hear about them. Yeah. Anyway, like, uh, do for... we do we believe these guys? This is a very D&D question, um, but like like you said that that's what they said, but like do I do we believe the Yeah, thing? I would say yes. I like player to player, I am not lying to you through these characters. Solid. However, you kind of want to do your interrogations to get your characters comfortable with that. That's fine with me. If you want to never, like, not suspect these two dudes, what do I care? They're, I believe them, know. but just to be sure, we should bring in the whale. The whale? Do you have a whale? No, I was bluffing. I just... Oh yeah. dang. I still have the octopus. I wanted them, I wanted I them to the not know I was bluffing. <laughs> Ooh, sure, octopus had a octopus name. to suck out the information. <laughs> 
you're thinking of illithids. <laughs> are a usually different am. setting. Tomato, tomato. Same, honestly, same. Some say tomato, some say mind flare. <laughs> uh, um, I I suppose it's sort of been paraded in front of us, but okay. I have a theory. Do you? Yeah. There never were any control rods. That's not the theory. Um, but thanks for playing. That's Ganny Boost theory. <laughs> uh, so my theory, if I had to, this this is not something. If you had that, to. Yeah, this is not something that Islaya is like fond of. Is sort of like wild speculation and things that seem very sort of not like. There are a lot of weird things that happen in our world, but a lot of them can be explained by, like, biology or technology pretty simply. Um, Agreed. But, well, like, the sort yes of... Yes no. The sort of inhuman ability of those shadowy figures in the hills to never be there when scouting mm. parties appear to try to investigate them lends me to mm-hmm. think that those shadowy figures could also have entered the reactor plant un recorded and unnoticed and have done something if they do in fact have this sort of superhuman ability to be hidden or teleport or whatever that's possible again super reluctant Um, to speculate wildly but that's the first thing that comes to my mind interesting Ganymede you've talked to these dudes um well this one dude like three times uh mostly to kind of come to a mutual agreement to leave each other the hell alone uh, you haven't seen him, like, phase shift or anything wild like that, but you also, you know, it's not always just, like, one dude on the parapet, and sometimes there's a couple fires, probably never seen more than half a dozen at a time, but you kind of just get a sense from, like, kind of counting, I and rotations and movement, whatever, that, like, it's probably at least a dozen or so, but yeah, you've kind of met this one dude, Matt McGee. A couple of times. He's got a scraggly beard. He lives he's at a haunted prison. Yeah, he's got like a lighter that he's always flicking. Sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> I That's what I was trying to... Does he ever hit a jukebox with his elbow and it starts playing? What's in the <laughs> no. lighter? Uh, yeah, we don't butane. have fossil Don't those anymore. run on like, <laughs> like kerosene or butane? Yeah. Butane. Where, where did yeah. that come from? It's vintage. <laughs> it's vintage, and he's just wasting it by flicking it on and off. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cool. I guess is... if you think looking cool isn't a worthwhile cause, okay. I have an octopus in a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Sorry, you, Jordan. You said something cool. I said new faction hipsters. <laughs> That's just the name of the faction. <laughs> Love it. And down here is the Burning Men, but I can change it. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of been their characteristic thing is fire and not showing up I think maybe um, I need to to speak to the folks living over at the prison to see what they know a meeting? why don't you give me see if they know who who, uh, ran off with our hot rods Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow are they hot when you pull them out? I feel like I gathered that from your description earlier uh uh, I guess it would depend on composition when they were pulled and mm-hmm. a bunch of other factors, but they do get quite hot. Mm-hmm. So maybe to answer your question, give me a plus reach roll to conduct diplomacy. I will do that. And meanwhile, we'll uh, call Trevor to come in. <laughs> and talk to us about it's nuclear Trevor. reactors. My spouse. 
Wait, what am oh, I rolling? Yeah, okay, right. Who was a <laughs> nuclear uh, engineer, a nuclear yeah. electrician for the Navy for a while. One of the, okay, and then yeah. also worked on nuclear research at one of the national labs. Nice. Yeah. Which is why I know um, all of these fun facts. I just went to you, Lowell, and there's I rolled not good engineering. Oh, that's bad. Um, oh, oh, they're goodness. nowhere to be seen when you try and uh, get. No, that's not that bad. I want to point uh, out that's with a plus one. So that is I the worst a one you and rolled. a one. That is wow. A three, the Snake worst eyes. you could have rolled. Um, I mean, listen, I don't have to do anything exceptionally bad here. You don't get your meeting. Like you kind of a approach the ad how do you approach like on your own with a small that's a great question i don't know much about the prison complex like the jets and the sharks uh, stepping and snapping that's, no no there um, we go. that's, I, I'm that's more kind of <laughs> a, a, in terms of like how many people you bring but that's a fair question it's it's i think um <laughs> i don't know what like real american prison capacities are or anything i hear like they have columns that. As, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, hang on. No, wait, I thought the uh, prison was impressionist. Maybe. No, no. No, it was our Art Nouveau. Nouveau? Really believed in Art Nouveau. Oh, right. Art Deco. Art Deco. No, Art Nouveau was a different one. Listen, I'll listen to the podcast and I'm going to try and be consistent about that, but also I'm not going to. That's ridiculous. Um, fan art. We need fan art. I'm <laughs> So, uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, uh, let's say a couple f- fields wide of concrete, you know, walls, mostly crumbled, but you can still very much uh, see what the structure was within there's, you know, a main building and kind of two jail houses kind of in like a high school kind of setup, you know what I mean? Uh, that kind of like U-shaped campus. But most of it's crumbled. I certainly wouldn't trust it to hold water, let alone a person at this point. That said, the structure being made largely of kind of concrete or that style of thing is mostly (laughs) intact. But there's certainly large areas that have crumbled away. But like you can trust the floor where it hasn't, you know what I mean? Um, It's not that degraded. You've seen, you know... And are definitely barrels that have had ashes yeah. in them so it's, it's not like there's nothing no sign of fire but any when you check there's usually no sign of people well i tried <laughs> um and yeah uh, yes i think so uh but is it just you or did you bring friends like from your faction the spider hunters and then they have like a bird how do you do a spider <laughs> that's a butterfly but yes <laughs> they're a I got enough fingers. I just don't know how to get them all. In the... <laughs> there we go. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it looks like the old Spider-Man logo when you do it like that. Like kind of. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the, like... Then you got to make the face. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly have made a face. Oh, great. Wow. You that much. That was... um, but yeah, I text, I text uh, the ripples. All of us? <laughs> yeah, it's a group message. <laughs> you posted in Slack. <laughs> uh, Lord. We have a Citadel Discord. Um. Maybe. I don't want to speak for you, but also no. No, no. Uh, I don't think there's any sort of cellular. The power boards probably really. use a Trello, a workboard. 
I don't understand the joke. Still in my face. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, who are you? You're not messaging all of us, are you? Just the ones with weapons. Most, so, so you bring kind of some armed friends. I, this is fine. Uh, largely, it, especially if you're bringing... Well, all I have to do is say, I think I have a lead about who stole the hot rods. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Was that a guitar riff? <laughs> Maybe. Could have been a bass. Mm. Banjo. Is there such thing as a banjo riff? There's a YouTube channel called Rob Scallon that you could check. There's probably a banjo riff on there. What is the actual definition of a, a short repeated phrase in popular music and jazz? Typically uses an introduction or refrain in a song. So yes. Okay. Hmm. We're learning a lot today. Very technically. Oh, fine. Also, a banjo's mouth is not connected to its hole. I <laughs> music. Where, where would a banjo's mouth be? What? Oh, uh, sorry. I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can get behind that. Um... <laughs> Depends on what kind of mimic it is, where the mouth winds up being. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good call. No, that's fair. Uh, okay. Alyssa, are you involved in this in any sort of way? What are you doing? Mm. Better things? <laughs> Heading back to your Better Orient? That's <laughs> Almost anything. Uh, <laughs> you gotta head back to your like secret research facility area. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. No, that's good. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, yes. Because you've got like your cool like leather do you wear like the cool leather lab coat or is that just like a faction thing that not everyone does but many of you do was that established just can't yes (laughs) (laughs) we did we talked about yeah leather lab coats they're like dusters but white yeah anyway um (laughs) because they're lab coats (laughs) <laughs> and they're durable. No, that's fine. Uh, I was just checking because uh, the next time, not uh, and they're real leather. Yeah. <laughs> what? And they're real leather. Mm, bug leather. Okay. <laughs> what? I think that's a thing. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl's gonna pull, pull up like a bug atlas, and she's gonna be like, point to where the leather comes from. <laughs> Giant bug, bug leather. A Fuck bug you. atlas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bug atlas. I'd love to answer your objection there, but I'm going through a tunnel again. <laughs> Look it up on www.bugatlas.com. What are we doing here? Um, no, sorry. So the next time you're kind of find yourself uh, like, I guess, what is the kind of, I was imagining that you probably have like your own kind of like room and whatever. I don't know necessarily what the dorming situation is for everyone, but you're the PI. I can't imagine. Yeah, the grad students get bunk beds. Yeah, yeah. They probably share two to kind of a fairly cramped room. Think New York style in terms of uh, footprint is my guess because you have to either mine it or kind of partition off the already mined areas and neither one is exactly that broad. Uh, and they better be but thankful that they don't just get bunk. Mm-hmm. It's slang for zero, right? Like nothing. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, nineteen. Otherwise, that joke would make no sense. I like that you didn't even wait to see if the joke landed before explaining it. Yeah, I feel like we've really made progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just so... knew it wasn't going to land. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly unwraps. I'm candy. saving time. <laughs> I want a Werther's. 
I'll trade you a sandwich for a toss, him, toss him one through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen, right? It flies uh, off no. screen for you and on screen for Peter. I will use a point of treaty to get one Maybe. of those cupcakes from Cheryl, though. <laughs> That's fair, Aubrey's. Unless that was the last one, in which case. No, it was not. They're not that great, though. Um, and it, oh. it matters whether or not you like lemon frosting. I do like lemon frosting. Okay. Yeah. But I was told not to eat the yellow snow, so I'm getting mixed signals. Fair enough. Uh, Lissa, you're working at your desk, uh, and you feel a tug on your leather lab coat and see one of these little eye robots guiltily holding up, oh gosh, a control rod. Damn it. <laughs> Do you tell people? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, I have so I many questions. I somehow figured the institute was involved in this too. <laughs> I love that you're just like, damn it. Wait, just okay. like so I can like actually no. I was originally gonna be like, so was the reason why our like factions split up during the fall was that the was the there was some disagreement and then we were like, fuck it, we're taking the control rods. Oh my god. Over time. Uh, Maybe. I, I have so many questions that like I can picture it perfectly like you've anthropomorphized them so much I see the little guilty like animate, sad little, anime yeah. eyes but you said it Pulls holds up a control exactly. rod I thought these things were like um, fist sized and control rods are they like they are <laughs> tripod-esque <laughs> and I it's, like ants. it's a bigger version <laughs> no that's uh, I mean A they are have definitely proven they've kind of got that tripod-y sort of thing but uh, Xander drew them flying anyways, so mm. it's clear that they don't need it. So And they've been working out. The purposes of this one, it's holding it like a claw machine and hovering a little bit. Also, um, I have bad news. You're sitting right next to a control rod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have cancer now. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> you might have cancer. <laughs> uh, it might be very bad for you. I don't know. It sounds no, that's like that it is. Mystery. Oh, yeah. That's fair. I know a couple of us have got uh, stuff going on. Do we want to leave that cool cliffhanger of you yeah. deciding whether yeah. or not to share this with people? Oh, no. Good I die. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that it has some sort it. of shielding <laughs> that makes uh, Okay, so I'm not dying from this. Uh, some sort of magnetic shielding that's uh, now that I say that because if it's a, it's got to be a neutron thing, and you can't control neutrons with magnetic radiation. Uh, magnetic. Mm. Well, uh, paraffin. I know paraffin wax is a very good neutron shield because it's really? uh, those long hydrogen carbon. Yeah. Um, when I was building that fusion reactor, that's the shielding material we used because uh, it was in Lowell, and there was an old candle factory or whatever, and our department just had some sort of deal with them i genuinely don't know it was just sitting there and they it's... had these bricks of paraffin wax that they use for uh radiation shielding because it's got those long um carbon chains that uh, with the hydrogens all over and so it's got a bunch of just like protons just kind of showing their asses which so is you're good. saying is you're trying which is the technical term yes so like hydrogenated vegetable oil is a better proton shield than non-hydrogenated vegetable oil I don't care to be cited <laughs> as a source on this, but yes. Uh, look it up before you do anything uh, radiation yeah. or radiation safety related. I can't we, believe it's not butter radiation. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I will say... Uh, Paula it, Dean yeah, is I think it is radiation in some sort of uh, waxy substance 
that's definitely thinner than like paraffin you would think but it does seem to do a very good job of protecting things um so it seems to have coated it first let's i don't <laughs> well but at least i fully brought through that portion but uh yes thief. you're right <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's more that its electronics uh, are also extremely vulnerable to ionizing radiation. Uh, and as such, needed its own shielding before it stole the control rod, is my theory. But who knows? Uh, we'll find out. Um, yeah, anybody have any projects, things they want to shout out quick as we wrap up? Are you doing anything fun? Nobody's doing anything fun. Gosh. Hey, have you fucking seen... <laughs> have I yeah. seen the world? Yeah. yeah, the world's on fire, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, yours? <laughs> uh, well, I like it. Now. Right? <laughs> um, well, I'm releasing another backyard science video this week, oh, so yeah. learn how to do more science in your backyard. Um, yeah. Peter, are you doing, doing more... Video this week. Ask a, uh, extension agent live stream things? Yeah, I do those every Tuesday um, at 10 a.m. Anybody can log in, ask me questions about farming or gardening or I suppose anything else. But that's what we encourage people that's to ask questions that. about. I have so... questions about making leather out of insects. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my co-host, who is not an entomologist, will be very bored by that conversation. I'd, I'd like to start a cottage industry. <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. If you just want to see me ramble uh, for a while, I, I yeah. Mm. Yes, obviously. Of what is yeah. this show? But yeah, <laughs> and no promises. Um, but Peter, Xander, and I would like to play Stardew Valley together on this channel. So stay tuned for that. Thanks to everybody who hung out with Emily yesterday while she played The Last of Us Part oh, yeah. Two. Apparently, that sh that game is super spooky. But she's been doing a lot of cool yeah. talking about the science behind the uh, zombie fungus while she plays through the game. And I guess there were a lot of people in the chat with her yesterday. So that's cool. We will be back on Friday. No, not Friday on Saturday. Two. Oh God. We'll be, we'll oh, be back you. on Saturday with Arda and then two Sundays from now with burn. So we have things happening. I don't know. The semester's yeah. about to start. So um, yeah, that's, I thought we're ending a bit early. I know yeah. a lot of our, grad student uh, players have stuff going on. We do. I maybe I'd try to be a bit merciful. Oh, thanks. Um, but yeah, so the semester is about to start. But after the semester starts and our schedules get themselves figured out, we'll probably add some video game streaming or some kind of streaming on the weekdays. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, if no Bug sorting. Bug sorting. I won't. Bug <laughs> sorting. I'm not going to stream bug sorting from the lab because other people might walk in. <laughs> but <laughs> I did it at my kitchen table and that was fine. But yeah, uh, thanks for sticking around with us, and we will yeah. see you later, I guess. Bye, everybody. Ta-ta. Bye.